Welcome back to the Trifecta Soft Podcast. I'm your host, E-Rock. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button if you haven't already, so you never miss another podcast. Also, do me a favor. Go on to whatever podcast app you listen to us on and give us a rating and review. That really helps us rank in the searches. Thank you so much. Let's get into the podcast. Put the webcam on the computer, and then we realized very quickly that we don't have a microphone. Yeah. Well, that's not going to work. So. No, no that, that was my fault. So I normally wear a headset when I'm gaming, and um, oh, yeah, yeah, that's got the microphone on it. I didn't realize the webcam didn't have it. So, yeah, we've had to switch to the phone. Oh, that's fine. Uh, well, webcams have the built in mic, well, most of them. And, uh, yeah. you know, sometimes they're echoey, but, you know, they're not bad. Oh, well, it works. You know, the first time, well, first of all, welcome to the podcast, each of you. Thank you. Yeah. All right. So you're Marcus, right? Is that I am, yeah. Okay. And of course, Bernie, you and I have already met uh, yeah. a couple months ago. Yeah. It was very early in the morning for me when we did that <laughs> podcast. I think it was like 7 a.m. I was uh, hungover from the night before. I was drinking <laughs> coffee, trying to wake up. Yeah. And, uh I, when I look back at that uh, podcast, I was like, I was pretty slow. You know, I was like, uh, <laughs> you know, cause normally when you're in a conversation, it's pretty, especially in a social environment, mm-hmm. uh, it, it flows pretty well. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I, yeah. So anyway, I'm glad well, you reached out to me for us to do this again. Yeah. Well, the first time I was really nervous, but obviously I'm not now. So yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Good. Well, yeah, and you got you know your partner here with you, so I think it's a lot more comfortable when you have somebody with you uh, on these, you know. And it's not your first podcast, yeah. so uh, that kind of makes it easier. I still get nervous on mine, like <laughs> I, I, as many as I've done. I think I've done you know sixty or seventy of them, and I still get a little nervous, you know, when uh, like when it's first time I'm meeting someone new, yeah, uh, because. I, I guess I always feel like uh, I'm experienced, you know, socializing with people, obviously, uh, yeah. just in normal life. But um, like yesterday, so last night I did one a podcast with a guy uh, in Florida here in the States. And him and I actually met in person at uh, this Milsim we went to um, like almost a month ago. Oh, was that a Milsim West game? No, it was no. – uh, well, it was put on by Third Coast Airsoft, and it was uh, Stonebreaker 2022 Okay, at GTI uh, here in South Carolina. Pretty yeah. big event, but um, but yeah, actually the guy I talked to, he's been to some Milsim West uh, events, yeah. but I wasn't nervous getting on the call with him, and uh, but I totally blanked out. Like, I didn't <laughs> know, like he would, uh, you know, we we're just talking, and I'm just sitting there like, and he's like, uh, okay. Um, you know, I felt so bad because, uh, I was kind of spacing out. I had worked yesterday, um, doing, uh, I redid part of a bathroom. So I had to repaint the tub and the tile. It was really old. So that kind of paint is, uh, you're supposed to wear a respirator and I normally do. I didn't think I was going to be doing that. So I didn't want to drive 45 minutes back home to get my respirator. I was like, oh, it'll take me, you know, an hour. Yeah, it took six hours. And oh. <laughs> this stuff is pot- like it's really strong. 
So, uh, I told him last night, I was like, bro, I'm sorry, man. I'm just like, <laughs> I, I'm totally spaced out. I can't even think. And, uh, so anyway, um, it worked out okay. But I think that's always my, uh, one, how I get nervous or what I get nervous about is, uh, what do we talk about? <laughs> yeah. You know, but, um, yeah. you saying about the bathtub, we had to, we bought a new wardrobe um, oh, to yeah. put both of our clothes in. We were like, oh, it'd be fine, it'd be easy. It took us six hours and it's wonky. But, but it's I this mean... one right behind us here. Yeah. Yeah. And it was an absolute pig to put up. It was horrible. But we didn't argue, thankfully. There was a few angry glances. But... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Coming my way. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. So is that like a, what do they call that? Like an armoire kind of thing? Like it's a piece, it's a separate piece, but you, you hang your clothes in it and you just uh, like put it together? Yeah. So it's like um flat patch of all the different pieces and you've got to like screw them together. Mm. So it's got um, a set of drawers in it and then there's basically like three um, closet sections. Yeah. Um, and then it's got like a mirror and, but the drawers are all wonky. And, yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, Mark, it's Marcus, it's do you follow instructions? Do you do you uh, get the directions out and read those before you put it together? Weirdly enough, we did this time, but it still managed out wonky somehow. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know how it happened, but it's up. So, I think yeah. it didn't help that um, when we bought it, we didn't consider that we'd have to lay it on the floor to yeah. build it. Um, so we literally had like a centimeter each side to move around it. Oh, yeah. We were like in the wardrobe building it most of the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'd have to build the whole structure first w without putting the back on so you could sit in the middle and build all the yeah. things around it and then stand it up and put. I've been in the same situation with all of our, you know, furniture we got when the kids were little and putting all this crap together, you know, very little space to lay it out. Yeah. Mm. And then oh, yeah. at one point we realized that we'd like made put the instructions down in the wardrobe and then let, <laughs> nailed all the back on so we were like looking for it like oh, where's it going no. oh shit yeah. <laughs> yeah that was fun yeah i'm not a uh I, i'm not a person i when i open something like that the instructions those booklets yeah. i go like this i always toss them like it was always a joke when our kids were little and as they got older I'm like, yep, those go in the trash. And then uh, a lot of times later on, I would be like, crap, where'd I put those? Because uh, I don't know what this one piece is, you know? <laughs> I was talking to uh, a girl here in the States just like a month ago, uh, Little Miss Airsoft. And she said, uh, I, I was saying something about the instructions are for the trash. And she goes, well, have you ever tried to put together Ikea furniture without yeah. instructions and i said no that's some elon musk shit right there <laughs> yeah that, that's some voodoo stuff right there for it's... real <laughs> yeah we, we haven't got any ikea stuff yet no but uh, i'm sure when we do move out into our own place we will mm -hmm. get there and then there will be some arguments i reckon oh no you no listen i'm gonna tell you <laughs> i'm gonna this is uh my wife and i've been married 30 years okay five kids they're all grown they're in their 20s let me tell you from experience she can put, you know, you both take a piece of thing, to whatever, and put it together yourselves in a separate area. <laughs> Don't work on it together, okay? <laughs> it's never good. No, it's uh, sometimes it's okay, but um, 
But then again, sometimes the arguments are good because making up is is better, right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, yeah. cheers. Yeah. What are you guys drinking tonight? Uh, I've just got plain old bud tonight. Me too. Got, um, nice. Some Smirnoff ice that's like mango and passion fruit, was mm. it? Oh, nice. So when I um, moved out from home my sisters gave me like a big goodie bag full of like sweets and chocolate and alcohol so clearly they thought that me moving in with him was going to be a difficult process for me there was a lot of (laughs) painkillers yeah my mom mom just gave me a lot of painkillers um and some tissues oh shit like damn what are you guys saying here (laughs) oh my god that's funny hell yeah yeah. Well, we have, you know, we there's always that joke, you know, when uh, when two people like either move in together or when they, you know, get engaged or whatever. Like, especially for guys, the guys are always like, if you get engaged, the guys are like, bro, what are you? You're throwing your life away. Why do you want to be tied down? Like, what are you doing? We, uh, my wife and I got married. I was we were both 21. I was still in the Marine Corps, and uh, all my but I was the first one to get married out of all my buddies I was stationed with. And they were like, dude, what are you doing? You're messing up our thing here, man. We're, we're partying all the time. Like, I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> she can party with us. It'll be fun, you know? But, uh, oh, yeah. It's always funny. No, you're, uh, you're quite social with the guys, though. Yeah. Like, all the guys get on with her, and, yeah, everyone loves her. So there's no bad blood at all. Absolutely. I mean, I'm, I'm probably the last one in my friendship group to actually get, like, a proper relationship now. <laughs> I was always the one like your mates being like what are you doing yeah and, and yeah. now you get it and now I get it yeah uh, okay you just had to find the right one that's it yeah oh thanks <laughs> hell yeah well in case you didn't know this is a uh, airsoft slash couples therapy podcast okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> no no, it's not. No, no. no. <laughs> Most of my advice is uh, is not good. My, my solution for everything is this. Like, hey, just drink a little more. It'll fix it, okay? That's <laughs> oh, yeah. better than any advice I'll get from Lee. So. Yeah. Well, I think if we ever get into an argument in our own place, I'm going to be like, put your eye pro on and go out in the garden. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, see, that's a one good thing about yeah. having a the uh, common hobby like Airsoft. Where you can, you know, when you guys go play, if you're pissed off at each other, like, hey, go on the other team, okay? Just stay on the other team the whole day. We'll get all our shit out, and it'll be, we'll feel better at the end. You know, it's kind of cool. We'll go on opposite teams tomorrow, then. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, build a piece of IKEA furniture tomorrow morning, and then go play. All right? yeah. You'll be like, oh, we hate each other. <laughs> So you can have smudge. It'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, man, I was uh, I was excited you reached out because, uh, you know, um, I know when we talked the first time, Bernie, you said that, uh, you know, you'd like to have Marcus on or whatever. And because I was mm-hmm. asking about, and this is something I want to ask you, Marcus, the um, when, Bernie, when you were talking about the your guys' first date took mm-hmm. you to like the shooting range thing. And yeah. I think it's called Attack Sense or something like that. Attack Sense. Yeah. Yeah. So that uh, – so I was curious. Um, how did you 
I guess, hear about it or get involved in that, you know, shooting at that place, Marcus? Um, so it all sort of happened around COVID, uh, really. So I used to play with a group of guys and we heard of it through a old site we used to play at. So they went down to this uh, shooting range. They're like, oh, this is really good. You guys should go and check it out. So we started going down and started becoming more of a regular thing. And we ended up having like team nights down there like every week. And then, yeah, I was like, when I met Bernie, she said she was interested in airsoft, like she would like to get into it. I thought, you know what, this would be quite a cool, fun date idea. And it just really snowballed from there. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the attack sense system is really cool because um, a lot of shops will put it in their stores and stuff, um, shooting ranges, and then you can buy it to sort of travel with. So the company quite often goes to like festivals or pop-up shops and that kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, it's a cool system. I think it's getting yeah. a bit more popular and stuff now as well. Yeah, I've definitely seen a lot more posts about it over the past year. Um so over here in the UK, we have the National Airsoft Festival, and I went last year as one of the photography team. And okay. yeah, Tax Sense were there, and um, like we know the guys quite well. And yeah, everyone absolutely loved it up there. Like it's a real nice, sort of friendly competition type thing. And yeah, it's just it's awesome. I absolutely love it. Can't recommend it enough. It looks really cool. I was watching uh, some of the videos on your Instagram. Yeah. Where you had, you know, you were shooting and stuff. So, I when when uh, Bernie was telling me about it the first time, uh, I guess my idea of it when I followed their page uh, on yeah. Instagram was pretty much like a regular, you know, real steel kind of like shooting range where you're standing behind a barrier, p- targets pop up or light up or whatever, and you yeah. stand there and shoot. But in one of the videos you had, well, a couple of them actually, that's it's like a real training course like you you started at the back or i guess the front or the back whatever you had to run i heard this guy count down you had to run hit a button turn around shoot with your rifle then sling it and then pull your pistol and finish out targets and then go back and shoot with your rifle and i was like holy shit another one you had uh where you started with your pistol and then there was a rifle laying down on like a gun bag yeah, and you ran over to that spot, you know, picked that up, loaded the mag, and then shot the other ones. I was like, man, yeah. that, that's a really cool system. No, it's really cool. You can adapt it and change it to whatever you want to train. Gotcha. Um, yeah, so we just made up fun little games and train scenarios, and we just did what we wanted and incorporating or putting in um, physical sides of it, so running with all your plates on and everything. Instead of just standing stationary and shooting, you know, you're running with weight on and, you know, tiring right. yourself out. It just made it all the more fun for us. So now, I think what's cool, too, is like you said, you had your team going there, like a bunch of people. And now that Bernie's going, you guys, yeah. I guess it, it keeps track or is it they have an app or something that you, you can have. And then when you go there, you it tracks all of your. Uh, stats yeah. from each time yeah. you go yeah so it uh, records how you do and there's uh, a yeah. different game modes and it tracks you against other like places so oh. where we did it it would um like rank us locally and then you can change on to sort of the global net oh, and shit. it would rank you against other people that have done it 
So that is really cool. Really cool. It just makes you want to keep on improving. Of so course. When I, when I started shooting down there and then um, my stats started getting better, um, they, they basically said every time I overtook someone that was on the like official airsoft team, mm. that I would have to do a shot of uh, whiskey. So Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so awesome. That's, <laughs> yeah, that was a fair few <laughs> shots consumed. Yeah. yeah. So I got into the top 20, so I was really happy yeah. about that. Hell yeah! Very good. Yeah, that's a really cool thing. I'll have to look for that down here. I'm not. I haven't heard of it. I never heard of it until you mentioned it on our first podcast. And uh, I'll have to look and see if it's something that we have around here. You know, because most of the ranges around here, like we have a lot of shooting ranges around here, indoor yeah. and outdoor. They're all real steel. Yeah. So here in South Carolina, uh, like the majority of people grow up with guns, like have gun, you know, real steel guns, whatever yeah. hunting and stuff like that. And then more recently in the last couple of years, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot more different kind of guns than just hunting. And, um, so when we go to the outdoor shooting range, we, uh, yeah, it's always packed. There's always yeah. people there sighting in their three Oh eights and their, you know, whatever kind of ARs, you know, AR 15s and stuff. But, um, we actually started uh, like a year and a half ago. We started, or maybe two years ago, we started a real steel channel. So we took Trifecta Airsoft okay. and we went to Trifecta Steel and we were yeah. going to do both. Well, this is, maybe it's, you know, a little over two years ago because it was before all the ammo prices went, you know, crazy. So yeah. um, we uh, we started that and we had like, I don't know, maybe five or six videos yeah. And then ammo prices started going crazy and we were like, yeah, let's, uh, cause we would go through like 500 rounds for cool. a video. So, and I'm talking like we had, uh, a couple AR 15s, a couple AK 47s, shotguns, uh, nine millimeters, 40 cals. And yeah. then my, uh, one of my sons who's on our channel, Chris, he, uh, he bought, uh, this pistol called the judge. You ever heard of that? No, it's okay. So it's, a uh, it's a pistol that shoots a, um, you can, it shoots two different kinds of ammo. It right. shoots a 410 uh, shotgun round or the 45 long or whatever yeah. for the judge. And uh, so, it, it, you know, it's fun to shoot. So the, the revolve, and it's a revolver. So the cylinder is like this freaking long because, you know, 410 <laughs> shotgun shells are long as shit. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, and then he built a, uh, a 50 cal uh, Beowulf. So it shoots, it's a 50 cal diam, you know, caliber, but um, it shoots a, uh, it's like a modified pistol round. Yeah. For that type of gun. Uh, but anyway, ammo's super expensive. So we, we stopped that channel like right away. <laughs> like, nope, uh-uh, we're, we're going to shoot BBs because they're way cheaper. You know? Yeah. Now on that uh, attack sense thing, is that uh, they don't you don't shoot projectiles, right? It's just laser. Is that what it is? No, you shoot you shoot your BBs at it. Oh uh, shit! So it's, okay. Uh, yeah, it's a solid back. Uh, I think it's a metal back. It's rubberized mm. on the front with pressure pads. Uh, so yeah, you can shoot BBs. I think you can also shoot the um, I think they're forty five rubber balls at them. Oh wow! Um, yeah, I think that's about it. I don't know if you can do anything above that. Right. But uh, a lot of airsoft people use it because, yeah, you can actually shoot it with your weapon. Gotcha. I thought There's maybe a... you use your uh, 
airsoft gun, they put like a little, you know, laser thing on the, in the bore. Gotcha. We'll be right back. This episode is sponsored by Skirmish, the future of airsoft gameplay management. Are you ready to take airsoft to the next level? Skirmish's innovative gameplay solution keeps players and spectators engaged with real-time updates. Capture objectives, detonate targets, medic, and more at skirmish-enabled fields. Skirmish tracks every action so you don't have to. Review past games, action by action, and follow your progress in national rankings. Phones are not required. If you want to find out more, head to skirmish.net. And check out episode 157 of this podcast where I talk with the owner of Skirmish about how it started and how it works. Stay connected, my friends. Yeah, there's a um, a place uh, near my mum and dad's where they've just put the attack sense system in their CQB. So um, they've got like buses and everything. Um, so you can actually have a go like running around CQB place um, and practicing on the targets, which I think is really cool for maybe people who haven't had a go at it. They sort of yeah. get a chance to do it without uh, being shot at, basically. Yeah. <laughs> You get like a taste of it yeah for real mm. that sounds pretty cool mm. yeah mm. i want to have a go is that iron site i don't think oh, i actually told you about no. it no. no you never mentioned that no. <laughs> no y'all were too busy putting that contraption together <laughs> you know when i was i was in the military a long time ago and we didn't have uh we didn't do any cqb training so all this stuff that we're seeing now where yeah. you guys train, you know, that kind of, those kind of setups, what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, I had never done. We did all woodland training, all in the woods. Uh, it was all still carried over from like Vietnam and Grenada and shit like yeah. that. And uh, so a lot of these guys I talked to that are prior military, mm. they were in, you know, they're a lot younger than me. So they were in a lot later so they're like oh yeah you know what i'm talking about you know that uh cqb training you no i i didn't (laughs) i i know how to dig holes in the dirt and uh set traps and mines and you know shit like that and booby traps with the tripwire but no i didn't do anything in a building you know so those kind of setups are cool though they're fun yeah no it's uh it is a different level of fun where you found uh we played in an old World War Two bunker, uh, and that was that oh, was cool. fun as hell. That was cool. Yeah, you just turn the corner, and there could be someone right there with their gun pointing at you. It's... <laughs> oh, I was w- yeah. wanting to tell this story last time. I completely forgot. So um, we were playing um, as a group, and we were in this sort of um, side room that there was a crawl space in as well, and then there's like the main corridor. So our squadron leader, he's like what six foot two. He's built like a yeah brick shit house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was stood in the doorway, um, like kept poking his head out into the doorway to see, but there was like fire going down. Anyway, so we're all kind of stood in there, just chilling out for a minute, uh, figuring out what we're gonna do. And then someone throws a grenade through the call space into our little room that we're all stood in. Um, and we're all shouting at him, like, you need to move, you need to move. And he wasn't moving, he couldn't hear us, he had, like, ear defenders on and stuff. So I literally just ran into him full pelt uh, to try and push him into the corridor, I just bounced off. And then he slowly <laughs> turned around, 
and looked at it, and then it just went off. Oh my but, god! Yeah, it was loud. Oh, yeah, that's funny. That's like a scene, uh, like a comedy scene in a movie yeah. or something. You know, you run in and just like, oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> you ran into a wall. It was just how he turned around really slowly afterwards as well. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Now you guys have been playing uh, together pretty, you know, steadily, I guess, since uh, since you got together. Yeah, yeah. we've uh, not played together in about a month. Yeah, I've not I've not been able to play because I work every other weekend, and then the last time I went, I didn't actually play. I was no. um, being photographer for the day. Oh. Um, so let's give a little shout out <laughs> to our friend who works at Creus Photography. Um, what is it now? Hold it up closer. Hold it up closer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Um, so he um, wants us to do uh, help out um, at the National Airsoft Festival. Um, so he basically took me out for a day and gave me a camera and sort of showed me the ropes. So that was oh, really shoot. fun. Um, in, a, in a weird kind of way as well, it makes me more comfortable with playing at the site because I've had the chance to see how other people are playing. And right. yeah. Yeah. But no, it's really cool to be, um, well, shooting in a different way, I guess. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 You're shooting the, the pictures. I was talking to uh, the, the two guys that run um, uh, the task force podcast here in the okay. States. And um, so they were saying the same thing. They said, cause I was telling them about the mill cinema I went to like just a few weeks ago. This is like a couple months ago that I talked to them. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I bought a press pass for this uh, mill sim. They were like, Oh man, you're going to have so much fun. Like we had, uh, cause they've been to a ton of events over the last, you know, 15 years or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, they went to a couple of them as press. So they, uh, they were like, yeah, you get a whole different sense of the field mm -hmm. because you see both sides, you see where people are, you know, the spawn points and where they're coming yeah. from. Uh, so you get a different idea. Like when you go back there, uh, to play outside of, you know, just filming. So. Yeah, yeah, it does give you a whole different perspective of playing. Yeah, it, um, yeah, because I, like I said, I did the National Airsoft Festival last year on the uh, photography team, and you can just watch people like sneaking up on other people. You know, oh shit, <laughs> this is going to be good. Hell yeah, and, uh, yeah, you're just standing there quietly waiting for all for it to kick off, and uh, don't have to worry about getting shot yourself. I mean, right. obviously, you could get shot a yeah. lot. Even though you're, yeah, you're in a high vis and people can see you, but you know, they're gonna shoot you anyway. If yeah. you're in the way, man, there's the BBs are flying, they don't care. <laughs> Airsofters don't exactly have the best aim, let's be honest. So, uh, right, that moves, they all shoot. No, shit. yeah. We uh, when I would when I was uh, at the Milsim, I got shot once and uh, it was right at the beginning when they first started, like the very first day. Yeah. So I was talking to the uh, the leader of, or the guy that started Third Coast Airsoft, the whole, that runs the whole event. Yeah. And so I, it was right after the briefing. So I went up there, I was talking to him a little bit because I want to have him on the podcast. So okay. uh, we're standing there talking. Well, we're, we're in the middle of this like main action area where once they 
you know, start. It's like, that's where everybody kind of congregates towards this yeah. building. And then we were right by this giant bus that they had, you know, sitting out here. And, uh, he goes, Oh shit, we got to move. So I'm following him. And, uh, so right when these two teams came up, uh, I saw one guy over here and I looked back and I was like, Oh shit, there's the opposite team coming up over here. I'm right in the line of sight. <laughs> and, uh, I was like, hold on, Sal, wait for me. I went around the corner of the bus, but before I could get around there, I got riddled right up here with full auto, you know, and I, I actually got, I popped my cherry. Okay. in uh, airsoft because I, I got hit on the skin like right here and yeah. I had a, a red mark there for like, you know, a week. I was so proud of it because, uh, I had not, you know, I've never played airsoft, played paintball years ago. Yeah. But, um, so I was like, yes, this is awesome. <laughs> my first shot. Oh yeah. Now I saw on your uh, Instagram, uh, Marcus. You um, are you? Do you work in like the medical field? Uh, no, not okay. Not quite. Um, I'm trained as a first responder. Yeah. Um, but I'm sort of getting myself ready for a career in the future. Gotcha. Um, yeah. At the minute, I work as a landscaper. Oh, okay. Uh, but I do. Instead of just normal landscaping, I tend to do more ponds, lakes, and um, like Bernie said on the podcast last time, I do a lot of stuff at her work. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now I'm sort of getting myself ready for the future, because um, I'm going to be doing more first aid courses and get myself up to paramedic level. Gotcha, yeah. I can pursue that route later on. And what got you into that? Um sort of the crowd I'm around um, with Airsoft. Um, I've been very fortunate with the people I've met down the shooting range. Uh, one of them's an ex-Royal Marine Commando and the other's a Naval Engineer Officer. Mm. And, yeah, they've helped me a lot with um, sort of confidence and progression in Airsoft yeah. and myself personally. And, yeah, they've helped me do these courses and yeah, kind of steered me in that sort of direction. So, yeah, it's uh, okay. something I'm really interested in and really intrigues me. So you like it. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's, um, I mean, for the meantime, I hope I never have to use it. Uh, of course, right. Yeah, uh, in the future, when I'm all there and got my qualifications, then, yeah, it'll be, it'll be a good career. I Definitely. mean, that's something that, you know, that's the... Uh a part of life that, you know, you know, we never want those things to happen, but statistically that most of that's not going away. People are still no. going to have strokes. People are still going to get in car wrecks or, yeah. uh, one of the guys I talked to a few months ago, uh, they run a podcast as well. Well, they're, uh, the guy I talked to it, their friend or his friends run a podcast yeah. Uh, out in California and he um he was leaving a Milsim event and he rides his bike everywhere so I guess it was close enough for him to ride a uh, a bike you know and he was riding on uh, I guess a busy road and got hit or mm. I don't know if he got hit or he hit something and fell off his bike going pretty quick yeah. and uh broke his jaw like he had a lot of he messed himself up pretty bad yeah and he was old you know I guess he's older like late 40s early 50s and uh, maybe even older than that. So you don't heal as fast as we get no. older. So, <laughs> so uh, but anyway, um, yeah, he was talking about, uh, you know, I mean, just that's just going to happen. 
life, yeah. whatever. So uh, it's a good field to be. My wife works in um, uh, works at a doctor's office. She has all that kind of training, and uh, you know the training I got in the military. We uh, I actually had to use like three different times in my life with outside of the military, yeah. where uh, a guy that I worked with got his hand caught in a press and cut his cut his hand off at the wrist. Jesus. And uh, and everybody there was freaking out. And then I just, you know, I helped them and, you know, I basically kept them alive until the EMTs got there. And then uh, there was, uh, I was working on site. I work um, construction now. I did years ago as well and landscaping. And uh, we were out on a job site, like out in the middle of nowhere. Like there was a bunch of corn farms, cornfields and stuff around. And there's all these planes flying around, you know, those little, uh, the little personal planes, like the Cessnas that people fly. So we hear them all day and all of a sudden we hear, you know, we, we hear this loud crack and we look up and these two planes collided. Like, I don't know how the big ass sky. I don't know how (laughs) (laughs) these things collided. And, uh, so it, it was, it was a mess. Uh, yeah, it was pretty bad. But the two guys I worked with on the crew, they wouldn't even go near the site. They were like, they were so freaked out. And, uh, I, went over there and helped one guy, but the other two guys were there. There was, I almost stepped in one of them, one of the guy's brains just, you know, so, uh, it was, it was a mess, but, uh, yeah, you're always going to have need for people like yourself that get into that field for sure. Yeah. Yeah, It's unfortunate reality, but Uh nonetheless. Yeah. Well, that's good that you like it though. I saw this, uh, certificate, you had posted on your Instagram. Yeah. Uh, I'm not, I wasn't really sure what the, uh, like terminology is. I think it's a little different. So what is that yeah, related to the, the field that you're. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. my first responder certificate. Um, gotcha. yeah, I can't remember what it is word for word, but right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. is that, uh, when you go through that first, like to get that certificate, what do you have to, what kind of course do you have to complete? Uh, so that one was, um, God, you're really going to test me, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, no, listen, man, I just, hey, I'm just, you know, I'm curious because yeah. I didn't go through that, you know, I went through the military medical training shit, but uh, we don't get extensive training. In the Marine Corps, we, uh, you know, we learn the basics and yeah. then the rest is like medic. Because we have a corpsman, you know, a, a Navy corpsman. The, the Marine yeah. Corps, I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, there's four branches, you know, main branches in the uh, United States military. And we're the only one that doesn't have uh, our own medical unit. We have zero medical. The Marine Corps has zero doctors, nothing, <laughs> no medics. It is, uh, we're a branch of the Navy. So the Navy have, you know, all the doctor stuff and the medics. Yeah. So we have Navy corpsmen that go with each platoon. And, uh, so we learn how to take care of, you know, the big shit or the basic stuff. And then we learn how to call medic. So (laughs) I guess similar, like on the airsoft field or whatever, but. Yeah. Yeah. It's basically what we learned was how to know the signs of, uh, like heart attacks, strokes, um, diabetic hyperglycemia, that sort of stuff. And basically how to keep people alive until paramedics arrive. Yeah. 
Uh, so sort of the bog standard stuff, but enough to keep people alive. Yeah. So, it's yeah. like three levels down from a fully fledged paramedic, isn't it? Yeah, I've yeah. got a couple more courses to do and then, yeah, that's... But the next few courses are very hands-on. So that's where I learned the real fun, the fun stuff. Right. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Be good. With all those... Uh, those what do they call those uh, mannequins that you practice the uh, CPR on? You know, oh, it's like yeah. the half body. <laughs> we call them Annie. Okay, they might call them that here. I don't even know. I honestly don't know. I think there's we've got different ones. There's one that's um, choking Charlie. Choking. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's Annie as well. Do the do the finger swipe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, it was a, I was doing the CPR on the full body Annie. That wasn't too bad. It's when you get to the child and the baby one. That was oh, the. Um, yeah. Yeah. So we had to learn that, and that was horrible. Um, also, how to insert um, tubes into the mouth to open up the airway. Okay. Yeah, that stuff was. Um, I've seen those horrible. on the, uh, you know, the medical shows, like, <clears throat> or police shows or whatever, yeah. where they have that contraption that has, like, the. The big tube that's curved, you just jam it down in there, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So we, learned, <laughs> yeah. we learned how to do that and mm. uh, how to do ones up the nose as well. Mm. So, uh, yeah, the sad thing is you can do the nose ones while the patient's conscious as well. Oh. So that, yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Unfortunately, no one volunteered to be the... Uh, <laughs> right? Yeah. No, yeah, it, was, yeah. uh, it was good fun. Good fun. Yeah. Yeah, the biggest thing, like, with uh, with that in that field, you know, like, I'm sure they taught you guys this, you know, for sure, is, like, uh, most people, just people, like, bystanders that are around somebody that's having a heart attack or a stroke or have some kind of incident, uh, you know, treating for shock yeah. and keeping them calm until, you know, the real guys show up that can fix them or take them yeah. somewhere to get them fixed. They, uh, th that's a thing that, uh, people don't realize how important it is. You know, uh, mm. so many people die in those situations from going into shock because the people that first showed up on whatever, you know, accident or whatever, didn't know the basics of lifting their head, covered them up, you know, cause you get freezing cold and they start shivering and yeah. all that shit or whatever. But, uh, and keeping everyone else that's freaking out keeping them away from them because yeah. uh when this dude got his hand cut off all these guys come running around of course there's blood everywhere and uh and i told i was yelling at my boss giving him orders because yeah. i was like get all these dudes the fuck out of here because they're they're looking down at this guy with this you know pale like <gasps> you know yeah. and he's looking up at them and I was telling this dude, like, bro, look at me, look at me. You know, I'm, I kept asking his name, talked to him. Stuff. I was like, get these dudes out of here, bro. He, he's he's getting freaked out. <laughs> you yeah. know? No, it's, uh, the bystanders are the worst by far. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, it reminds me of um, oh, Ben. Uh, so this guy I've been working with, he's a tree surgeon. And uh, he had a terrible accident at the beginning of the year. He was up a tree and um his chainsaw jumped and cut his wrist oh yeah uh, he, uh, he severed seven tendons oh in god his yeah yeah and uh yeah the picture was absolutely gnarly 
it was yeah, it's horrible. Well, yeah, a chainsaw, man. That's not a smooth cut. No, like, that it is like just chunked yeah. out. It looked like red mac and cheese on the inside. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, it was a uh, yeah, it was grim. And I'll tell you, man, have you ever had like a tendon injury, like um, in sports or at you know when you were doing working out or like pulled a tendon or like damaged a tendon or something like that? Man, it fucking uh, hurts. Ligaments, tendons, right. the whole shebang. Yeah, um, broken, like head to toe, I'm broken. Oh shit! What'd you yeah, do? Uh, uh, I used to play rugby. Okay. Oh, there you um, go. Yeah, so I played I played rugby since I was about twelve, and um, yeah, both my knees are shot to pieces, my ankles. Um, yeah, I ruined my shoulder, broken my nose four times, concussions at least. Yeah, twice this one's been broken year. seven, so yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, broken fingers, cracked ribs. It's uh, it's been a fun, yeah, fun twelve years. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you got uh, the ribs when you uh, – I had a couple broken ribs. And when you um, – you're like, please don't sneeze. Please don't sneeze. Please don't sneeze. <laughs> oh, the worst one was, um, yeah, when I did the ribs, it was um, – I, I couldn't drive home. So I had someone yeah. else drive me home in my car. And we had to go down some country roads, so really potholy and bumpy. And, yeah, it was um, not the most pleasant car journey, but <laughs> – yeah. 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 Well, it looks like Bernie, you have, uh, you got to, you have to help him out a little bit here and there with all his injuries. <laughs> yeah. I, listen, bro. I, I hate hearing that too. Okay. So, uh, you know, I'm with you, but, uh, yeah, it's sometimes when we're broken and we got shit that, you know, wears out, like that's just, Eventually, something ain't going to work right. You got to lift something with your shoulder and you're like, oh, I can't go that high. Or yeah. I can't lift a 20-pound thing this high over my head. You're like, fuck, I need – okay, can you do it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we were literally talking about it yesterday, weren't we? Um, yeah, like Bernie did her first hoop session in four years the other day. And she was saying her shoulders really hurt. So I, I do um, – I used to do uh, circus arts quite a lot. Um, oh. so basically hanging from the ceiling from various bits of equipment. <laughs> oh shit. No. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so I did it for about four years. Um, and then because of the pandemic and going off to do an internship and stuff, um, I haven't done it for quite a while. And since yeah. moving here, um, I've just found a studio nearby that does it. Um, and yeah, I've, two days later, I still can't move properly. So I'm hoping that. <laughs> Like good night's sleep tomorrow. I might actually be able to do something when we go and play. But <laughs> now, what uh, what did you call it? What kind of session? Um, so uh, aerial arts or circus arts. Oh um, yeah, you've got um a hoop, which is um oh hoop big... session. Yeah, hoop. So oh okay. Big metal ring that's suspended from straps right. on the ceiling. Um, or silks, which is basically the two ribbons that yep. hang. Um, so yeah. Yeah, I've seen those videos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a lot of people don't realize how uh, how intense, like physically intense, the uh, yeah. the pole, like pole dancing. I know you know it's whatever, but the pole dancing, the uh, like the that those silks or whatever, mm -hmm. uh, and then the uh, the hoop thing, because I think uh, femme fatale. 
Aerosol, you know, yeah, uh, Kelly yeah she yeah. does the uh, hoop stuff. And um, yeah. a, a lot of people don't realize how, how much, uh, like, you got to be in pretty good shape to do this kind of stuff. Yeah. Because you all make it look easy. Uh, and then somebody's like, oh, yeah, I could do that all day. And then, yeah, go ahead and grab these two silks and climb up with your arms. You know? Yeah, there is not a muscle in my body that does not hurt at the moment. So I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I know like it will probably come in time where I won't hurt so much. But um, yeah, I've been out of the game for a little bit. So. Well, luckily, the uh, the human body adapts really quickly to mm. uh, stuff like that, you know, especially when you're younger and you have you know, fairly good nutrition, uh, you know, rebuild really quickly. You know, I always tell my kids when they were growing up, I was like, man, we've got regenerative, uh, armor, you know, like mm -hmm. when you work with your hands and yeah. it starts building up calluses, like your yeah. body says, oh yeah, we need more armor right there. So mm -hmm. it doesn't keep peeling off every time you grab, cause I worked, uh, concrete for a few years. So, we did brickwork as well. So I would yeah. carry, I didn't know how to do that stuff, like lay it down and, you know, be all good with it and shit. Yeah. I was the grunt. So I just carried, I was all, you know, good shape, strong. So I would go grab these bricks, like center blocks yeah. and carry them over, which, uh, you know, when you do that with 10 of them, it's no big deal. Do that with a thousand, your fingers and yeah. all the skin, like it's rub raw, you know, it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> so... Oh yeah. Now, how did you get into uh, landscaping? Um, it happened uh, during COVID. So I used to work in a hardware store, and um, it's one of my dad's friend's nephews. He needed someone to work for him for a few days, um, and I was off of work because of COVID. Yeah. Um, so I was like, yeah, I'll do a couple of days work for him, doing uh, lock laying like you were. Yeah. And. Um, yeah, it just kind of went from there. And, uh, yeah, a couple of days turned into a couple of weeks. And then just, yeah, he just asked if I wanted to do it full time. And, yeah, two day, well, two years later, I'm absolutely loving it. Nice. So, yeah, I've learned so much in the couple of years I've been doing it. I'm now driving diggers and, yeah. Oh, was, that's fun. Yeah, it's awesome. Absolutely. Yeah, those are fun. Yeah. yeah. It's good fun. Good fun. I had a, I worked, uh, when the, our kids, this is probably about 10 years ago, the uh, factory I worked at, we would work like two days on and two days off, three days on, then two, you know, three days off, whatever. Yeah. So we had this kind of rotating schedule. So on my days off, I would work with a friend of mine, landscaping company <clears throat> and like a, uh, he did a grading, you know, like, yeah. uh. So new home construction, he'd be out there on the Bobcat or, you know, digger or whatever and like grading all the stuff. Well, we put in, uh, irrigation systems as well. So yeah. he would be driving that and I love digging in the dirt. A lot of people yeah. don't know this about me. It's my favorite thing to do. I like <laughs> chopping wood and digging in the dirt. Like, give me a shovel and a plot of land, I'll dig a hole all day, bro. I, I, feel, I don't know what it is. It's so weird. I, uh, I love the smell of fresh dirt. I yeah. love digging it. I just, it, it's a good, and it's a great workout. And, uh, so anyway, um, I would dig all the irrigation trenches, uh, while he was doing that. Well, uh, just a few months ago I had, um, I wanted to regrade my backyard cause it kept, it was real flat. 
which looked great. Yeah. You know, when you're having parties and stuff, we're doing the, do you guys play that game cornhole? You know, we have the uh, boards with a hole in it and you throw bean bags into it. Not really, no. I know, I've heard of it. Yeah. Have you heard, have you seen, okay. So you have two boards, they're kind of angled, you know, and yeah. 20 feet apart, whatever, 30 feet apart. And you just toss these bean bags into the hole. So, uh, it's a popular party game here. Like when you're having a barbecue or something, you know, have people over. Well, yeah. anyway, uh, it's great for that kind of stuff, you know, having a flat backyard, but when it rains, it's a fucking swamp. It's like mud and yeah. just shit everywhere. And it takes like a week for it to dry out. So anyway, I had it regraded. Well, he was like, uh, you know, because we're friends, he said, he already knew I knew how to drive this thing. He's like, Hey, I'll just yeah. have my guy come over and drop it off. So I had this thing for like a week. Man, we went crazy with this thing. I got, uh, so two of my sons never drove one. And I was like, yeah. hey, come over and, and drive this. You know, it's you just tear up the yard. I don't care. We had, I had uh, two giant uh, dump truck fulls of you know extra dirt to uh, grade. I was like, yeah. just drive this thing, man. It's so fun. So they got in. And these guys are, my two sons that are on our channel, they're six one and like 300 pounds. They're huge. And uh, so they're getting this little tiny, you know, bobcat. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, I can barely fit. I was like, bro, who cares? Just start driving it. It's, it's a lot of fun to just mess around. Cause you can't, you can't tip it. Uh, you know, the back end, if you go too fast, like it has that block on the back that you just, yeah. you can't tip over. It's fun. You know, so we had I, fun doing uh, that. Yeah. We, uh, one guy I used to work with, he managed to, um, you say that you can't roll them. We had, um, a 14 ton digger roll up on its back. So yeah, it went up a bank that was a bit too steep and he just ended uh, up rolling it back. And yeah, I think it was about 10 grand worth of damage. Oh, damn. Yeah. So the boss wasn't too happy. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so when, when you do the, uh, you said you do ponds and stuff, do you guys yeah. like install them? Like, uh, the kind that people put in their backyards or the kind like, uh, at companies that they have the big fountains and stuff, or you do both. Uh, so we, I've, we've done a couple of small ponds in people's gardens and we've, uh, built waterfalls out of rocks and that sort of stuff. We don't like to do the plastic, like yeah. put in ponds. We like to build them naturally and then line them properly. Uh, but then we do the big, big lakes. Um, I think we've done a, we worked on a Japanese water garden as well. Oh shit. Yes. Yeah, so that was really Those fun. are nice. Yeah. Yeah. That was an awesome little project. Okay. Um, yeah, done irrigation systems as well on the yeah. little ponds. So yeah, we do all manner of water work. Mm. So big, small, yeah, we'll do it. You, he's doing a lot of work um, at where I work at the minute, uh, refurbing one of our big main exhibits for our birds, sort of um, desilting it, reshaping it, um, making it um, better for them, so. Yeah, like built our pelican exhibit as well. So yeah, it's really cool. Oh, so what I is can, that? Um, like, how, what? What? You guys have lot, like real pelicans in there? Yeah, we've got um, four Dalmatian pelicans um, at work, so they're pretty cool. Um, but yeah, so you help build, reshape yeah. their exhibit. Um, oh. So yeah, we've got we got all kinds of birds. Um, it's all mainly ducks, geese, and swans. We've got 
about 300 birds. Um, but we work with a lot of um, uh, sea ducks. Um, we're quite lucky that we've got um, really good water quality. So, um, yeah, we work with a lot of endangered birds and endangered species. That's so. right. That's right. Yeah. I remember now. Okay. I, you know, it, it's been a, it's been a while and I was half asleep when I was talking to you. I, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's right. You work with the, with the like bird farm or zoo or rescue. Yeah, or... We're technically a zoo because we've got a zoo license, yeah. um, but we've got a nature reserve as well. So people mainly see us um, as a nature reserve uh, with the extra bonus of having the zoo part, so yeah. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. So what uh what got you into airsoft, Marcus? To be honest, I'm not actually sure. Uh just woke up one day and yeah. it happened. <laughs> um so originally I wanted to join the military. That was my dream. Um, okay. but then through doing rugby and my injuries, I medically uh, not allowed. Yeah. Um and then that's a really common thing. I'm a bunch of friends of mine, same thing. So, yeah, it was a, uh, yeah, it was horrible news to hear. But right. it was, you know, um, but yeah, I think I just ended up finding it on YouTube one day. Um, I'm pretty sure it was um, a Desert Fox video I oh, came shit, across yeah. uh, on one of his uh, Milson West uh, games, probably right. one of his first ones. Uh, I just started watching it and I just got hooked. I just watching more and more as like, I really want to do this. Yeah. Like, the closest thing I can get to, you know, the military. Right. Um, and yeah, it's just kind of gone from there. And yeah, the collection has grown a lot over the last few years and yeah, started spending a lot more money on it recently, <laughs> especially with, uh, having another person to buy for now. I saw one of your posts on your Instagram where when you guys first got together, I think, excuse me, um, you said like on your, on your post, you put something about you guys went to airsoft together. I think it was when you guys first got together and started going together. Uh, you're like, yeah, uh, my bank account or a, something about my bank account is going to be <laughs> hurting from now on or something like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Everything's yeah. going to be doubled now. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. But I'm not complaining. It's, it's nice, you know, spending the time together, you know, actually doing something together. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And you, you just paid for my gun to be upgraded. Yes. Yeah, so I've just paid for you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so after I gave you the gun. But. Yeah. Well, look, you know, a lot of people I've talked with that play as couples, uh, a lot of what happens is uh, whoever it is that got the other one into Airsoft, they're like, uh, whoever was originally into it sees the other one struggling because their gun's shit or, it's, you know, needs upgraded or whatever. And they're like, so the person that's playing with it is like, eh, whatever. And then the other person, no, no, no. No, I'm buying you this. We're going to upgrade this <laughs> because you, you're the weak link on the team. Okay. Like get with the shit. Okay. <laughs> and then your bank account goes like out the window. Yeah. Yeah. No, it has gone like that a lot recently. Yeah. I've not, I've not had a chance to play since it's been upgraded to so tomorrow. will be the first time oh, nice. to see the difference. Cause it, 
I mean, it feels a lot heavier as well. Like, yeah. Which well, is, what, is, what gun is it and what'd you upgrade? Um, it's a Arthurian Airsoft Mark 18. Um, and what gun? I can't remember how. It was a new uh, piston. So there's a new piston, there's a MOSFET put in, uh, I think the gears and the motor got swapped out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it just had a full clean on the inside. Like everything got cleaned and right. greased up properly. And yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know why it's, it feels a lot heavier now. Maybe my arms have just got really weak. <laughs> <laughs> it's from all that climb up the silk things and the hoop <laughs> training and shit. Yeah. Yeah, I was uh, I was out holding a, a string trimmer, you know, like a well, you know, you work in this field, the weed whacker. What yeah. do you guys call that over there? Trimmer, I think. The trimmer, yeah. Trimmer, yeah, yeah. yeah. trimmer. <laughs> so same thing. I have a battery powered one that is, uh, it's not heavy, but for yeah. me, uh, my arms are still like, and my my hands and stuff are still not like 100. percent So I'm holding this thing. Uh, by the handle and I am bro I'm struggling okay so by the time I went and did a one property this morning because I still do landscaping stuff on the side and uh, so I went to my son's house and my youngest son bought a house like eight months ago and um, he hasn't bought a lawnmower yet or a trimmer so his backyard that dude now when they it's a brand new built house so they put Hmm. sod down uh, so it's all, you know, really nice, except he hasn't taken care of it, like watered it, put the, yeah. you know, weed and feed, whatever bullshit. So he's got these stalks of weed, you know, the, the crabgrass stuff or whatever growth. It's like, you know, three feet high. So <laughs> just in random spots. So I went from one property over to his and I was like, hey, I'm going to come over and cut all that shit down for you in your backyard. My arms were like even now i'm lifting this glass and i'm like oh it's fucking heavy <laughs> oh yeah got um a block 19x as well which i haven't played with much mm. but when we went to pick it up and the next day we went to play and i didn't have a holster or like a pistol lanyard or anything and i just shoved it in the top of my chest rig i thought that would be fine and like Five minutes, ten minutes into the yeah. second game, I lost it. And I <laughs> you're brand new as well. Oh, and shit. Um, I went up to the marshal, like trying not to cry, like, I've lost my score. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but luckily you stumbled across it just in a bush, didn't you? So Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I went back to try and look for it and I was just about to like give up because I could not find it. I was looking for about ten minutes. And, uh, yeah, I turned around, picked up my gun, and it was literally right next to my gun. Oh, my God. Yeah, picked it up, and I was like, ah! <sighs> yeah. At this like, point, thank I you. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> I went to, after, I couldn't, I tried to get back into the game, but I just couldn't concentrate because I was just focusing on that. So I just went back to the safe zone and sulked and ate chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank your sisters for getting you all that shit from, you know, from yeah. moving over there, whatever, so you could have some comfort food, you yeah. know? <laughs> but I have a holster now and a lanyard, so it's not going anywhere. There you go. No. Yeah. Well, that's how you learn. You know, sometimes my wife and I were talking about this yesterday with, uh, you know, life lessons. 
uh, and I was talking about this with uh, somebody recently on the podcast, like pain is the ultimate teacher, whether it's physical pain, uh, emotional pain, you know, I guess monetary could be, you know, I guess emotional pain. So when you take a hit in one of those areas, you know, it's good for us to feel that sometimes because that's, it, it sticks in our brain. Like it burns a new pathway in your brain that says, yeah. I don't like this feeling so much that I never want this, ha you know, to happen again. So when you lose a very expensive thing on the field uh, because you don't have the right equipment, you're like, oh, I already know the fix for it. Uh, I shouldn't have come out here without it. Like mm -hmm. now I will never go on the field without this, you know, holster yeah. or whatever, you know? So you make a change really quickly because you don't want that to happen again. That's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. We learned very quickly after that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, was just, I was so excited about it because I didn't have a pistol. So I was just like, yeah, but yeah, never again. <laughs> right. Oh, shit. Well, it's way different than if it breaks, you know, if you're using it and it breaks, like it's not your fault. Like, you know, yeah. it's whatever, you know, the shit fell apart. I was talking to uh, spooky airsoft. Uh, she's here in the States. And, uh, she said she, she plays uh indoor field, uh, all like speed QB yeah. and, uh, so her and her husband. And, um, she said she went out there running and she has, uh, her and her husband both have like really nice high kappas and yeah. uh, she was like i started shooting and it stopped shooting and then i looked at my gun and i went like this and all the internal stuff started falling out the barrel <laughs> i said what oh, no. oh, God, no. <laughs> so oh yeah so uh you know that's that's obviously you know it's way different than uh <laughs> losing something on the field but uh yeah airsoft can uh and and you've probably been in airsoft for a lot longer than I have experience with it because I've only done the uh, YouTube channel for three years, but I've always wondered why are like basic airsoft guns that are like two hundred fifty bucks? Mm. Uh, why are they shit? Like why are airsofters so accepting of? Yeah, it's going to be shit when I buy it. I've got to upgrade it like right yeah. when I get it, like right out of the box. And we're not, you know, most people aren't like that with most products they buy. So if you buy a tool, like if yeah. you bought a string trimmer, you know, for landscaping yeah, and it's 250 bucks and this thing has, you know, like all these features and you start using it and it falls apart the first time you use it, you're going to be yeah. fucking pissed. But airsofters get on the field with a $250 gun and they go, oh, yeah, it broke the first day. And they just go, oh, yeah, they're not even mad. They're like, yep, because I didn't upgrade. And I'm like, bro, what? where's the standards here? <laughs> what is going on? I've never thought about that. No. Mm. It's true, though. Everyone I've talked to, these guys, when these guys get into it, so the two of my sons and then their best friend uh, been pay playing for three years. And every single time they buy a gun, they're like, it breaks the first time. And, and I'm like, what the fuck? What happened? So I, I was the one working on it. Uh, yeah. So I was stuck in the house. I was working on it. So I'm like, let me look at this thing. So I find, oh, there's no fucking grease in the gearbox at all. So the shit fell apart in there. So I take everything apart. So I'm like, 
this was a well-known brand of a gun. Sure. You know, I know $250 isn't a lot, I guess, you know, it's all relative, but yeah. that is, to me, I'm like, bro, like if you spend that on a gun, you should be able to use it at least five times without yeah. it breaking. So, and this happened multiple times. It wasn't just like this one thing. So, uh, I'm like, what? And these guys are like, oh no, it was only a $250 gun. So we expected it to break because we didn't upgrade it. I'm like, <laughs> that sounds so fucking dumb. Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, you, don't, you don't need, you shouldn't have to upgrade a gun. No. It's cheap. No, I think I've got one guy, it's 170 quid, and um, it's a Sima 74U, so baby AK. And gotcha. tell you what, it's the most reliable gun I've got. No and shit. Not, not broken down once. And I've had That's it awesome. for like, five, five years now. Yeah. And yeah, not broken once. Whereas my uh, my more expensive guns have, uh, yeah, they have shot themselves a few times now. It's, I don't get it, man. My uh, we had we had the same thing happen twice. So we had two of the guns we got were ninety nine dollar guns, mm. cheap as shit. They were Lancer Tacticals, uh, M four, the basic model. Yeah, Gen two uh, gearbox. Okay. Uh, don't run a lipo. It didn't have a MOSFET. Just don't run a lipo. Run a nine six, right? This yeah. fucking thing runs all day. It's been running for three years. <laughs> uh, it's the mo. It's like their backup, right? Yeah. So it is runs. It, and the hop up was great. Like this thing is shooting like lasers, you yeah. know. So it doesn't shoot far. I think it was like three eighty FPS, which is great, you know, with point twos. Yeah. And um. So then they're still shooting that like it's it's perfect. Then one of my sons bought a uh, a Chris Vector, and for it was a uh, five hundred dollars. Yeah, piece of shit. <laughs> I mean, total piece of. He bought so it came with a mag, maybe two mags. Those didn't feed right, so yeah. he bought. He thought it was the mags. He bought like three more mags. And they were kind of expensive. You know, they're proprietary. Like, yeah. they only fit that gun. And then, uh, shit. Total shit. So, he's mm -hmm. like, hey, can you fix this? I'm like, I don't I don't know what the problem is. I couldn't figure out. I took everything apart. Look at the bucking. Yeah. Look at the hop-up. Look at the... the I, I don't know. I couldn't figure it out. The thing was a piece of shit. He ended up selling it. But uh, we never figured out what the issue was. And I'm sure that's a fluke, you know? Because yeah. most of the time, those are pretty good. But uh, in my experience, <clears throat> these cheaper guns, man, sometimes they're fucking great. Oh, but... yeah. Sometimes they are better than the more expensive <laughs> yeah. stuff. It's weird. It really is. I don't understand. No, it's... Uh... Oh, no. It's weird. I don't get it. <laughs> no. Now, what do you run? What's your main that you run? Uh, if you're going out to a, a regular, you know... What's your um, number one gun you run all the time? So I have my GBLS DAS, uh, so 1,600 quid gun. Whew. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Well. Yeah, yeah she tried <laughs> to steal it, and uh, hence why I gave her her own one very quickly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I use that as my, my main, and, um, yeah, I absolutely love it. 
it's not the quickest shooting gun, but it's the recoil. It's yeah. So it's a gas it's, blowback. It's electric. It's a hybrid. Oh, gotcha. So it's a uh, it functions like a gas, but it's electric. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's got the bolt carry group, which does move forwards and backwards, and that's what. Right. Yeah. Um, and yeah, my backup, I'd say, is my Simer AK seventy four. Right, seventy quid because it just doesn't right. break. Yeah, great bit. So yeah. the uh, the other one, what is it called again? Your main one? Uh, it's a GBLS. GBS. Yeah, GBLS. I don't. I don't think I've seen that one. Okay. Uh, so it's um, it's classed as a professional training weapon. Yeah. Um, so what what does it look like? Is it built on like a M4? Kind oh, of? Don't grab it. It's right behind me. Yeah, yeah, get it. Because I, I don't, I don't think I've heard of that one. It's it's um what I learned to shoot with. So yeah. Okay. So it's a, okay. Yeah. yeah. M4 platform. Right. Um. Yeah, I've put my own rail on it. Got a um, vortex optic. Nice. Stock. And uh, yeah, pet box. Right. So your battery's up front or? Uh, battery in there. Oh, in the back. Okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Oh, that's that's cool. So that's all metal? Yeah, everything uh, for the pistol grip and the um, stock. Right. Metal. Those are polymer, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like the real thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. that bolt That's that my sounded baby. Uh, metal. Yeah, no, it's uh Yeah, it's uh my favorite bit of kit. Love it. Yeah. If if that broke, I generally think I could cry. <laughs> now is but. that one uh so when when you uh do the blowback, do you have an option on there to turn that electric blowback off? No. So no, it's, it's always on. so it's always on. Yeah, always on. It breaks okay. down like a real rifle. Um, yeah, just take the back pin out and it'll just snap down like a real thing. Right. So yeah, it's designed to operate like a real firearm. Gotcha. Yeah, it's the closest thing I can get to it in the UK, unfortunately. So. Yeah. Well, we had uh, <clears throat> we had one gun that we got it was G G thirty six. And it was electric blowback. Yeah. So when we opened it out of the box, we got mystery box, you know, whatever. We got out of the box, went to try it out, and it had electric blowback. So it was eating up the battery. And uh, so we didn't know. This is early in our channel. Okay. Uh, I didn't know shit about it. You know, I didn't know anything about Airsoft when we first started our YouTube channel. So, uh, So I'm looking at these, I'm like, they're like, oh, this is cool. It's blowing back. You know, I'm like, <clears throat> yeah, it's great until your battery runs out. So they we're trying to test it out. Yeah. And when we do a test, we run uh, multiple different BB weights through it. You know, like we, it, it takes, you know, two or three hours yeah. for us to set up different targets and, you know, run all this stuff. So we're shooting it a lot. Yeah. Uh, and then if it doesn't shoot right, like right in the beginning, we have to run a bunch of BBs through it <clears throat> because we've heard that you have, you know, kind of like a break-in period, you know, yeah. for like you're bucking and whatever. Yeah. So 
we're, we'll run out batteries all day. I'm like, I don't know. Can we turn this off? Somebody commented after we posted the video, somebody yeah. commented saying, uh, Hey, there's a switch inside or whatever, uh, that you just flip it and it'll turn that electric blowback off. I'm like, cause I, I put that, you know, what we were talking about in the video yeah. and this guy commented like, no, it's, there's a switch right here by the thing. I was like, Oh, I don't fucking know. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> so anyway, uh, but that was the only electric blowback, uh, gun that we've ever tried out, you know? Yeah. No, uh, yeah, we're very fortunate with, uh, the guys that we play with. He, um, he makes batteries for us. Oh, he makes his own batteries. Yeah. So he's, uh, made, uh, a special battery for my gun. So it oh, doesn't shit. eat up the battery life with the, yeah. He's a genius, isn't he? he oh is. my God. That's cool. Yeah. Like the guy builds robots for fun. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah, I need to know so that guy. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. He's a real tech whiz, and you just throw any like engineering technical problem at it, he'll just solve it. <laughs> it's great. Like, he'll try and tell me what he's done and all that sort of stuff. It's just going. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, five I'm, minutes there or two minutes in, your your eyes are glazing over. You're like, uh, yeah, I don't. Just, I have no idea what you just said. I'm just nodding and agreeing. Like, yeah. <laughs> right. Like, okay. Yeah. Like, oh man, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Just no idea what he's saying, but yeah. It's, yeah, I absolutely love it. He's, yeah, he's amazing. Really is. That is cool. Yeah. Because, uh, when, when we first started getting these guns, uh, the nine sixes are like the most popular. And I was noticing there are like a bunch of little battery cells just, packed in the, you know, wrapped in this really thick, you know, plastic sheathing or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, with the, whatever kind of ends on it, you know, Dean's or the Tamaya or whatever. Yeah. Connector, you know? Yeah. No, it's, um, he's explained to me how he makes the batteries and what makes them work. But, um, yeah, I wouldn't know either. No, I, as long as it works. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's what I care about, really. So it runs the whole day when you oh, play. Oh, yeah. yeah it Even runs with the, the blowback. Day. Yeah. Uh, just on one, one battery. Yeah, he, um, he did test it with... Um, so one battery, and he plugged in three guns on full auto, and it lasted, I think it was about six hours. Oh, my God. That yeah. guy is a fucking genius. Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah. And the battery's only... Uh, Bro, does he work for Tesla? <laughs> <laughs> like, for real? Like, that's the battery. Holy shit. Yeah. Dude. That is crazy. Yeah. It's... Yeah, see, I have no knowledge of battery stuff. Like, how it works. Uh, when You know, I work construction... Mechanical is my strong suit. Uh, electrical is my weak. Yeah. So somebody talks like, oh, yeah, you just hook up six car batteries in series. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck. You, I don't even know how to do that. Okay. <laughs> like, it's all going to blow up if I do it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. The extent of my battery knowledge is if it plugs in, it works. It's all good. So <laughs> that, that's it for me. Uh, for real. Yeah. No, I'm the same as you. Electrical. Um, 
yeah, I'm lost there. Mechanical, sort of. But, yeah, I mainly just dig holes, really. That's my job. Hey, man. Well, we get along great then, because, yeah. like I said, <laughs> I love doing that. <laughs> Hell, yeah. So, uh, so you guys uh, just moved in together recently. Yeah. Yeah. Looking forward to uh, playing some airsoft together, building yeah. some more furniture together, and <laughs> taking out your frustrations on the field. And <laughs> so yeah. you guys are playing tomorrow. Yeah. Do you guys have any other uh, big events coming up, uh, Bernie? I was going to ask you this before yeah. I guess you answer that, but uh, do you um, are you going to be a part of that, or are you a part of that UCAL group, and are you going to play? Uh, in that event in June? Yes. Um, we have booked our tickets. He's coming with me. He doesn't have a choice. Mm. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, um, we booked our tickets yesterday um, and we're going to stay the night before and for a few days afterwards so we can um, explore the city around it, have a little mini holiday. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. But, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, really looking forward to it. Oh, I'm wearing my UCAL top now. Oh, you are? Nice. Yeah, it's got a logo on it. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it's gonna be cool to meet up with all the girls and just have a massive blowout and yeah, it'd be cool. Yeah, I'm still waiting on my UCAL top, but uh, <laughs> yeah, so. uh, listen, bro, if you wear a UCAL top, uh, you're gonna get more hate than if you know, just getting with you know, starting a relationship, okay? <laughs> no, it's uh, <clears throat> I've talked to so many girls uh, in the UK. Well, you know, Bernie, with you and uh, Alex Hillary mm -hmm. and um, a handful of others that are, you know, kind of going to that event. And uh, so obviously they're going to have an all-girls team, right? Yeah, I think it's um, – there's going to be so many people there. It's going to be a, a big event. But um, right. I know well, definitely all the girls want to go on the same team, whether mm -hmm. there'll be enough to be a – boys and girls even split we don't know but um right. I, there's obviously i think alex was saying there's a few um male teams that have got wind of it and like want to come along and shoot at us so <laughs> <laughs> or like doing it very fun oh, i think yeah. it's pretty good and because it, it's a um it's a six hour constant um so you can go in and out of the safe zone whenever you want um mm. but yeah so that would be cool mm. yeah that'd be really fun really fun yeah we get well i know their goal was to get like 50 women to get a team to you know on their own team or whatever yeah and uh i haven't talked to anyone recently i guess except you just now with yeah. uh you know that's involved that um that knows i i haven't seen uh any kind of i i guess i haven't seen anywhere to follow or see where uh you could find like how many people are actually going to this event. Yeah. So I know that um, there's in the WhatsApp group that we've got, there's about mm. 56 girls in there now. Um, nice. I know Drew is keeping a tab on who's actually booked tickets. That's um, a GSG, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, we obviously not everyone's able to go for various reasons, but um, I know that she's keeping tabs on who's booked and who's coming. So Okay. Yeah. See. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. I yeah, mean, it's fun. coming up quick. It's only a month away. Yeah. Yeah. 
hopefully it's going to be good weather and yeah. Mm. Yeah, I mean, being in the UK, I'm not crossing my fingers, but you know. <laughs> I know. Speaking of that, I saw one of your posts on your Instagram when I was scrolling through. I was stalking your Instagram, okay? <laughs> and uh, you had uh, you were at a field, and uh, it looked it was very obvious it was raining. It was just a picture, but yeah. it was very obvious it was raining pretty hard. And you said, uh, I think your post said, "Tell me you're from England without telling me you're from England," or something like that. Yeah, it was chocolate down with rain, but really sunny as well. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. yeah. You can't predict over here, sadly. No, but, you can get like every every single season in one day. Yeah, like I think so it was only a few, only like three, four weeks ago. Oh yeah, I was in work and um, it was it was sunny, and then like five minutes later, it was like a full on blizzard. I don't know what was happening. Yeah, like weird. snow. Yeah, yeah, it was like get snow. out, and then like yeah, and then it was sunny again. <sighs> What's happening? Holy shit! Yeah. yeah. Now we do have that here in South Carolina with uh, like this time of year, we'll have not snow, but we'll have rain. The same thing. So mm -hmm. I got home from work yesterday, and sunny all day, hot. You know, it was like seventy-five, eighty degrees uh, Fahrenheit, and yeah. uh, we get home or I got home, I come in here and start editing, and all of a sudden I hear this, like, loud noise, like, rain on the roof. I'm like, what? There's no way. There was, like, the sky was blue when I got home. <laughs> so I go out and look at the, uh, out the front door, and it is pouring. I mean, like, heavy. It did that for five minutes. It was gone, and then it was sunny again, and it was really windy last night. So... Everything was dry in like ten minutes. I was like, yeah. "What? What just happened? <laughs> Holy shit!" I was like, "Where I work, um, our site's in a valley, um, and then there's this like massive um, hangar, and you can see like one side of the site. You look, and it's like mm. blazing sunshine, and you can just see like these big black clouds rolling off the top of the mm. hangar. And at that point, we're like, "Okay, let's feed the birds really quickly because we're yeah. gonna." That's excited. never good. No. Black cloud black clouds are never good. <laughs> mm. No. No, that's when I jump in my digger. <laughs> yeah. Is that fully enclosed? Yeah. You got a door and everything. Okay, cool. Yep. Yeah. Door closed, windows down. There you go. Wrong. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Well, yeah. uh so I have uh I have one more question for you, Marcus. Yeah. I saw on your Instagram, uh, you did, of course, you know, you told us about doing rugby. That's why you're all fucked up. You need, uh, you know, <laughs> you need some, like, you need to be a cyborg, you know, you need all these different implants yeah. and shit. <laughs> and, um, yeah, listen, uh, trust me. I, I know how you feel because, uh, in the military I had so many injuries. I fell off a truck, like 15 feet off a truck on my face, yeah. Uh, broke my arm, missing an eyebrow. Okay. Like, <clears throat> but anyway, uh, I saw you did wakeboarding. Yes. So do, you, do you still do that? Do you like doing that? Um, I haven't Whenever done it the weather is good. Yeah. And no, I haven't done it recently, unfortunately. Um, no, I did stop. Um, cause it was just getting too much with work and other bits and bobs, but I do want to, um, get back into it. It's weird, though, because I had a memory come up on Snapchat today. 
uh, about my wakeboarding. And uh, nice. Yeah, now I would really like to get back into it, but I'm um, yeah, I'm focusing on other bits and bobs at the minute. So I'm currently training for a marathon next year. I saw that as well. You did. You uh, completed your first marathon what a few years ago, right? Uh, it was six years ago now. My first yeah. one. So yeah, this one will be number four. Oh, I did have a question about that because on your post on the marathon one, you said uh, you just completed your first one, and then you had something in the post about. Uh, you were going to do a mud or a muddy or something like that. What oh, is that? Yeah. Uh, a tough is that an event? Yeah. Tough mudder. So it's, um, it's basically like a 12 mile assault course. Gotcha. And, um, yeah, I did that two weeks after my first marathon, uh, with a couple God of mates damn. of mine. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, oh, it was awesome. Definitely want to do it again. It was just 12 miles of smiles, sunshine and mud. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. Really good. That's cool. Yeah. So do you take uh for recovery, do you take like uh ibuprofen to help uh, deal with that? Or what what how do you recover? Usually beer is is the one. My fucking man, hell yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's uh it's usually a hot shower and a beer is uh, Yeah, there you go. So nice. Yeah. That's cool, man. Good. Well, uh, it's been really great talking with you guys. Yeah. yeah I, I'm so glad, Bernie, you uh, you contacted me again yeah. to uh, get back up because the first time, you know, I was just starting to do, like, schedule a lot of these podcasts. And uh, when you messaged back saying, uh, you know, what time you could do it. I was like, holy shit, bro. That's so early for me, but uh, <laughs> I, I'm going to do it. Okay, I'm going to do it. So uh, I, I'm so glad that we got to redo it. And, yeah. uh, you know, so I feel like it's – I'm definitely way more awake. It's yeah. uh, it's 4.30 here in the afternoon. So it's probably, what, 9.30 there for you guys. And um, so yeah. good time for each of us to start when we did. And uh, I've had a great time talking with you guys. Yeah, yeah it's been really nice to catch up again. We'll, we'll have to do another one maybe like um, in a few months' time. When we've been to a few more events and yeah. after the Airsoft Festival and stuff. And Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah definitely do another, another chat for catch up. For sure. Yeah. yeah, great to meet you, Marcus. Yeah, you too. You too. Awesome. Well, you guys have a good one and uh, enjoy your night. Will do. Thank you. <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys. See you Cheers, later. Bye. Cheers. Bye.